the weekly wrap-up always has some sort of cutoff, some sort of indication that we're not going all the way. And today, our number 11 story, the cutoff for the top 10, of course, is this headline right here. The WWE talent cuts, Kurt Angle, Leo Rush among those released in response to coronavirus impact. Now, we're not giving much love to this one because that's what it is, but it's simply as it states. This is a story about the WWE and the fact that a lot of things they've been doing are not making the money. So what happens? Cutbacks, cutbacks, cutbacks. So we're if you want more story, more on that story, check out the link we have at our website. This is a conversation.com. You are watching or listening to the weekly wrap-up with Jay Cliff and Payne. This is a show for the week ending 418. That is April 18th, 2020, and we're doing it live. So thank you so much for joining us for the webcast or the podcast. As I just said, I'm Jake with Payne, and we are going to do a second shot of this thing, doing it live without a net, trying to get some things done in a very squeezed amount of time we have to do this. So it's not going to be the normal, typical story we have, sort of typical podcast we have, but we're going to do our best to make it work as best as possible. So what we're going to hopefully come out with is a pretty good, pretty decent, pretty okay thing today. We're going to work for okay because okay is good right now. In the state of play we're in right now with coronavirus, okay is really good for a lot of things right now. So if you're not used to us, if you've just popped up here, not sure what you're seeing or listening to, this is the weekly wrap-up for me. I'm Jay Cleveland Payne, and I'm the man behind a project called The Conversation Project. And The Conversation Project is living at thisisconversation.com. All it is is a it's a it's a it's an aggregator of news. It's a place where we send out news stories every single hour about it, about every 50 minutes. And if you follow us on our social media, that's on Facebook at This Is Conversation and Twitter at TH underscore conversation, you will see every 50 minutes or so a new story that pops up for you to react to. Headlines from various different sources. So it's not all the same place. And some of them you may not be all that that familiar with. And some you may not have a big liking too, but it's not so much about the source but the headline and the story. So we hope you read the story from the source and get their take on it. Plus, you also hope that you um, respond to the story. So the more you engage with it, you like it, you love it, you hate it, you share it, you, you apply to it in the comments. And the more comments we get to it, the more engagement it gets, the higher the score it gets every single week. And at the end of the week on Friday mornings, we take a spreadsheet and pull all the information together. We weigh the Twitter and the Facebook and make them even match, come up with a total score and give you the tops to the bottoms of what we have every single week. And tops this week uh, go all the way to number one, the bottom this week, a total of 204 distinct stories. That's more like normal. We're getting close to a normalcy in our story gathering as well. So I told you how you can follow what's going along. You can also follow what's going on day to day by going to the conversation this website, this is the conversation.com. You can email us at the conversation inbox at gmail.com. And you can also help make this thing work out because this thing is powered by you. And if you help power it more often, A, we have more coffee. Furio's not watching the video, me holding up coffee, taking a sip. Delicious. And B, I don't have to rush to make this thing happen between the gigs. So if you're into helping things out, if you want to help be a big sponsor, you can go to patreon.com slash this is the conversation or buymeacoffee.com slash J. Cleveland Payne. We'll change those links up so that they sound more conversational-ist-ish. 
but we're going to work on that later on. Right now, let's get into the stories that we have per you. And yes, these are the stories that you said for the full week were the top stories. We'll give you a rundown as we go through the stories of what is where and why they are. But these are the stories that you said are the biggest ones, most important ones. Even if coronavirus is overtaking most of what we're talking about, these are the stories that you tell me are the ones that need to be discussed the most or you guys discussed the most throughout the week and inside of our social media as well. And so starting off at number 10, 10 story has a headline that goes like this. Ticketmaster changes refund policy amid COVID-19 outbreak. Uh, the Idaho statesman's will repulled it, but it was essentially a national story. Uh, it was posted on Monday, the 13th of April. Uh, this gets a bump in response. That means more people responded to this story than the previous story by 5.26%. So uh, what does this mean? Very quickly, all this means is that Ticketmaster is doing their Ticketmaster thing. They are doing what they can to essentially do, take advantage of the situation, uh, to do what they can in the situation for coronavirus. There have been no concerts for about a month or so. And so because there's no public gatherings, uh, Ticketmaster is losing money and having to refund some tickets to shows that may not happen. I know we have a show in my family. My daughter wants to see Jojo Siwa was supposed to happen uh, this month and will happen in two months or so. So we've been pushed back, but some places and some venues just can't make the schedule. So Ticketmaster is changing their refund policy right at the wrong time or the right time for things to be done, the wrong time for people to have to actually get their money back and people as you expect are freaking out. Check out more of the story. Go to the link we have at our website. This is the conversation.com. If you go to the website, we have a link, a link for every single story we talk about, including the cutoff story at 15 at 11, I should say at that website on the link for this week's podcast is for the week ending, I guess the 18th, 2020. We like to talk about the on the Saturday because the weekends on Saturday. That's what we do. Number nine story this week. This is a bump in response from the 10 story of four point. Zero zero percent, four percent on a dot. Uh, this story, it, you know, sometimes I wonder about you people out there and what you are into. Sometimes I wonder what people are really into. Here's your headline from New Zealand: Sex toys sales triple during New Zealand's coronavirus break uh, lockdown. Not breakdown, lockdown. Friday, the tenth of August, the day we post uh, August. April, we posted this one. So this one lasted quite a while as well. Um, this one, I told you, bump response of 4%. Uh, this was an interesting one as well. So this comes from The Guardian. It comes from all overseas and obviously overseas because it's happening in New Zealand. Uh, for some reason, I don't know, but for some reason, the ways that the people are trying to stay entertained and engaged in New Zealand while coronavirus is going on apparently has something to do with sex toys because the sex toy sales have tripled since the lockdown. Uh, I can't give any commentary on that. I want to give commentary, but I'm not going to give commentary. I want to say something so bad, but I'm just going to let that one marinate for a second. Let you guys think about that. Take it in. Got it. Okay, let's move on. Uh, this one at number eight is a heartwarming story, and it's very, 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 uh, a very good story to have in a week like this. And this is showing that people are taking care of people and that the people that need to be taken care of have been taken care of. Let me just read you the headline and just go from there. So 93-year-old woman from Pennsylvania has gone viral for holding up a sign asking for more beer 
while on lockdown. We got that from the insider and we posted this story on Friday. I'm sorry, we posted the story on Monday, the 13th of April. Uh, this gets a bumper response of 3.85%. This is a very good story. Now, uh, you know, we have a lot of people doing what they can during social distancing to communicate with folks outside. We have a woman who is 93 years old and she is she's holed up by herself. She's doing okay, except for one thing. She's out of beer. And if a 93 year old got that way for drinking a lot of beer, you give that lady lots of beer. So if you can see over there, this is um, the sign that she said for the, the, if you can see on, on the video, you can see this is a sign where she got her more beer. She got her more beer and we'll scroll down to show you there's her with her more beer and the original post on social media, someone drove by or the radio station, TV stations drove by. And this is the original picture of her uh, saying she's fine. She just needs more beer. And so she got a few cases of Coors Light. That's her brewer choice. That's what she's holding in the picture. Uh, so she's taken care of. This is a good sign of people still doing good and not going too nutso in the situations we have going right now, because it is, it is crazy. Thank you so much. Uh, check out this story. Like I said, all the stories, all the links are at the website. This is a conversation.com for this week's podcast. And don't forget, you can also go to this is a conversation.com slash Patreon or patreon.com slash this is a conversation.com and see about being a patron to help us. We need more, lots of stuff. Beer does help if that's what you want to give us, but that'll help us fund our beer or coffee or power bill fund let's move on to the story at number seven is a story that brings up our childhoods and brings it into focus to our kids childhoods which is a little bit unselfish and unfair but we're adults we can do that your headline at seven chippendales rescue rangers making first ever appearance on ducktales episode premieres april 11th on disney xd and disney now uh, we get this from the Disney World uh, land of, of information. Saturday, the 11th of April, they posted this, a bumpy response, believe it or not, of 30.56%. So what does this mean? What does this mean? This means the weirdness of the nostalgia that's coming back across the nation, across the world, if you will, is bringing back old TV shows and old ideas and things that we loved as kids and refreshing them for today's age because not so much the kids want them, but we want them and we're out of ideas. So we'll go back to the old ideas. It's, it's, it's the whole thing of everything that's been done is be just being redone again. Uh, there has been some jokes going around about all the reboots of the Disney afternoon. I mean, all the stories come back, of course, DuckTales is back and DuckTales was able to bring in characters from other theories, including Darkwing Duck as a character into DuckTales and things like that. There was um, rumors of something like this, a Chippendales Rescue Rangers coming in. People have been asking for Tailspin. People asking for all the Disney afternoon stuff. And now Chippendale will make an appearance along with Gadget and everybody else are going to make an appearance inside of uh, the, the Rescue Rangers episode, which also, of course, Monterey Jackson there as well, and also brings in um, uh, Razorbeak. So it brings in some of the big bad villains from the old DuckTales and the old stories and brings in a new twist by bringing Chip and Dale as the Rescue Rangers inside of Duckburg. Uh, I'll, I'll admit I'm a fan of DuckTales, but don't have time to watch it. So I'd like to be more into it. I will probably check this one out um, in, in a few days. It's already obviously past the 11th. So this was posted very early. Uh, but this I'll probably check this one out because I also, believe it or not, watch Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans because I like the Teen Titans old cartoon and 
have issues beef with my daughter loving Teen Titans Go. I don't know. Those new cartoons with the big heads and stuff. Sometimes it weirds me out a little bit. Let's get going. It's not about me. Well, it is kind of about me. Number six, NASCAR's Kyle Larson suspended indefinitely after using racial slur. We posted this story on Monday, the 13th of April. This gives a bumper response of 12.77% from the number seven story. And this story, which we pulled from, oddly enough, uh, the CBC, the Canadian sports uh, side, um, as you will see in a moment, once I click this button, if you're watching live on the video, you'll see in a moment, um, this is the headline as was posted on that day. Of course, Kyle Lawson has now been officially fired from NASCAR because of this. He was the second person in a span of weeks to uh, blurt out the wrong words inside of the NASCAR virtual racing series. And this is really interesting because NASCAR is the only sport because you're sitting there watching things, uh, watching people drive for the most part, the only sport that really works well in the simulation on computers, watching people play the game, as opposed to the NBA had a tournament watching people play uh, NBA 2K, which was extremely disturbing, to be honest. This is something that you can actually sit and watch and almost feel like you're in the real thing. You know, there's no real cars going on, but the simulators are so advanced and people at home have the simulators so advanced that it's just like dealing with the real thing. Only there's no actual danger to go with. And then sometimes people get a little too aggressive because they can, you know, they know there's no lives to be lost. Obviously, people got a little too aggressive in their language. Kyle Lawson being one of the biggest people to lose in that battle because now he ain't got a now he ain't got a job. It is what it is. Um, if you want to go deeper into this story, which has been updated a little bit deep into the story, check it out by going to our website at thisisaconversation.com. Moving on, moving on, moving on. We go to a story that's sitting at number five this week. Suspected tornado damages homes in airport and an airport in Louisiana. This story is one that we posted on Monday, the 13th of April as well. This story gets a bump response from the sixth story of 10.06%. And this is a story that I explained in um, when I did this. I did a little live thing on this the other day just to see how it worked for eight things to talk about. And this is one that hits really close to home because a year or so ago, a tornado hit where uh, my parents live, where I grew up in central Louisiana. This story talks about storms that were going on in eastern Louisiana, northeastern Louisiana. And my parents live in north central Louisiana. And the coverage I was actually watching live, someone sent me a video of coverage from northwestern Louisiana. So we were watching the storm pass patterns all the way times. Uh, my parents are fine. The folks in, in, in Ruston are still fine. Of course, last year there was a tornado that two lives were lost in there and still they're still rebuilding stuff like that. A lot of the damage to some of the stores and some of the pieces at the university at, at Louisiana Tech, uh, but no serious loss of life as far as I can tell from any of the storms that happened over the weekend across the nation. Uh, well, there were some serious lives lost in other places here in Louisiana. This story that was picked up mostly because it was kind of going live and I was chatting about it. No serious loss of life that I knew about there. If you know of something else, want to chat about this or go deeper into any of the stories that we have, go to our website, this is conversation.com or email us at the conversation inbox at gmail.com. Let's move ahead to the story sitting at number four this week. And this is one I'm going to um, admit uh, I have no idea what's going on and I don't particularly care. 
Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell are being investigated for conspiracy, attempted murder, and murder. Monday the 13th, we also posted that one as well. 37.5% jump in response from the number four, five story. And I have to admit, I don't know who these people are. I didn't go deep into the article. This is one that was popped up. It would seem like it was a good one to put in because of the timing. And I did. So these are people that live in Idaho. Uh, for some reason, they're, 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 it, the story was big there. And I don't know what the big deal is. This is just something that's a really big story that picked up on something. I guess because I picked up a story from the Idaho Statesman. People in Idaho were really looking into this story. But they're looking to some serious charges for this couple. If you can explain to me why it's such a big deal, maybe just because true crime stories are such a big deal and people in the true crime world are following this one. Maybe that's what's going on. I have a lot of people who I work with and who engage with me on this podcast who are into the true crime stuff. That might be what picked up on this one. Let me know. Give me an email. Shoot me an email at the conversation box at gmail.com and tell me what it is I'm missing about this story. We pulled it off of the, at the MSNBC aggregator for, for the most part, but it was a story posted on the law and crime network, law and crime blog. They have, for things going on very popular network with with just people into true crime type stuff i just don't have a bead on this story it's not one that's been in my wheelhouse we literally posted because it popped up as something that looked interesting apparently it was interesting enough because you guys made it a, a top story this week you made it the number four story at number three this story we pulled from usa today now tom you know tony nominated broadway actor nick cordoa fighting for his life in icu of coronavirus sunday the 12th of april we posted this one bumpy response from the number four story of 23.44 percent uh you can see this right here as a story as we posted it uh no serious updates of it from usa today um there are a lot of there are a lot of people right now who are suffering from coronavirus which is obvious there are a lot of famous people that are being kind of tar kind of kind of not targeted uh essentially spotlighted because they're famous and that is what happens and we're hearing lots and lots of stories of people who are famous many who are older who are succumbing to the illness because it, it really wrecks havoc on people's body many who are younger who are trying to make sure you know that this thing is a big deal I don't think we posted it yet, and we may post it later on the day, but uh, we had a news this morning as we're recording this on Friday the 17th of Vaughn Miller, the um, Super Bowl MVP before the uh, Denver Broncos. He tested positive for the virus, uh, I think, yesterday. Uh, he is, He was having some issues with breathing, and he has asthma, so for some reason for a day or so, his inhaler was not was not relieving his symptoms. So he went and got checked out and found out he has coronavirus. I don't think his symptoms are very severe at the moment, but we do know they probably will get a little worse. And he wants people to know it's a serious thing. We did hear about Chris Cuomo. We've had stories about Chris Cuomo a few times here in the, in the podcast, in the, the, the write-ups and things going on this week, his wife who has not been near him per se, he's been locked in the basement as he, as he says, doing a show and doing his, his stuff for about three weeks. Now, his wife just in casual contact back and forth, uh, contract coronavirus. And he actually had a, a kind of a, a little funny word, um, 
on his radio show uh, a few days ago where he said for the first time in two weeks, him and his wife touched pinkies. And that was like the only human contact he'd had in that all the time. And now he hopes that she doesn't get contract anything. It probably was not the pinky touch, but it was um, something from just dealing with him being in the house and something lingering his wife now dealing with coronavirus. Plenty of people who are famous and, of course, lots of people not so famous. We are, of course, have thoughts and prayers going out to everyone for speedy recoveries and recoveries is what we're looking for in these things. And of course, we want to get back to normal so we can get back out of our bunkers and go back to doing things in a more or less normal fashion. So another very sad loss that we had for the week. This one popped up extremely suddenly yesterday. This was a very big trending story all day long once it popped up, and it was something that we couldn't get rid of. So we got in pretty early, and a lot of people responded. The headline we have is Tommy Boy Dynasty actor Brian Dennehy dies at 81. Thursday the 16th, that was yesterday as we record this, 7.91% bumping response from the number three story. And the source that we used just happened to be TMZ. No, no heartburn to TMZ. That was just a source that we pulled from for today. And so that means there was a lot of responses, a lot of people shouting out to Brian Dennehy. Uh, of course, he played um, Willie Loman in um, Death of a Salesman. One of the things he's really, really famous for as well, uh, that famous play and that famous role. He, he, he took that to a whole new level. And a lot of people uh, responded to his acting all over the place. Brian Dennehy, who's been in movies for uh, forever, uh, let's say Tommy Boy. You remember him from Tommy Boy and from just being a character actor that people remember from many different things. Uh, he, of course, passed this week, age of 81. Um, so if you want to send your condolences through us, we'll take those as well. You can email us at the conversation inbox at gmail.com. You can conversate, which isn't really a word, conversate about pretty much any story we're talking about. And we have links to all the stories to go deeper into at the website. This is a conversation.com. Click on the website link for this week's podcast for April 18th, 2020. And you can see deeper detail, every single story we talk about, even the cutoff story, we have the link to the story about the WWE and them cutting off people because of furloughs. Uh, You can see that as well. So we've reached a story at number one, the top story, and we give it a little extra fanfare as we talk about it. So the stats posted Saturday, the 11th of April. This one lasted quite some time, let me tell you. A bumpy response from the number two story, just 3.23%. But a bumpy response from the number 10 story, that's Ticketmaster changing their refund policy because of COVID-19, that's 252% more. And a bump from the almost irrelevant story of the week, that's the very bottom story, story number 204 in the list, of 6,940%. That means it's a pretty big deal, a pretty big get, a pretty big follow. What is the story, you might add? Well, I will start by flashing the the website, and we will read it together, please, all together. Walmart CEO says companies sold enough toilet paper for in five days for every American to have a role. We got this story from The Hill, hill thehill.com. And so, yeah. While you may not be able to find toilet paper at any any store whatsoever, the Walmart CEOs and all the CEOs, all the stores are obviously taking up with the inventory that their stores are keeping up. This one is an interesting one because the CEO is telling us that this is how much he sold in five days. Last week, they sold enough toilet paper at the Walmart stores 
for 330 Americans, which is more or less where we are, we'll know when the census is over, maybe the new number, 330 Americans to each have a world of toilet paper to themselves. That's man, women, child, and babies who are no real use for toilet paper, but you could do that if you really wanted to. It's an interesting, it's a weird, it's just kind of, I don't know. I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense, but it is. It is what it is. So this speaks to serious commentary about us, us people, us humans, us as hoarders. And and, and it's hard to understand. You know, I work in logistics. I study these things. I know how supply chains work. And I know when there's a run on something, eventually things get caught up. We've been holed up for six weeks or so with coronavirus issues since uh, maybe add another week or so when people started hoarding it from hearing um, um, words of panic from other places. And there's no reason for every single store to still be paperless and to still limit you to one roll of anything, one package of anything. It doesn't really make any sense. It's essentially the panic of the, the issue that makes this thing happen which essentially is what it is. And the panic is what's really killing us, what's really causing issues. So if we could back away from the panic, please, we could just kind of not panic so much. That would be great. That would be awesome. That would be stupendous. It's just not going to happen, unfortunately. Thank you for joining us for the top 10. Now you know what story is at the very top of the list. In a few moments, we'll get to the stories that are at the very bottom, stories that didn't mean too much, mostly because they didn't have a lot of time to gain in any traction. They're latest stories, so they didn't get a lot of time to get in. But who knows? Some of these stories may pick up traction because they're Friday morning stories, and we'll hear about them next Friday. Remember, the conversation is powered by you, and you can help power the conversation by joining us over on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash conversation, or oddly enough, this is conversation.com slash Patreon forward back to here. And you can help us by joining. We're not asking for a lot. We have two tiers here, dollar for the cause and $5 for the cause. It's a very simple operation, but it does take a good bit of effort to put it all together every week. And I could use a little help. If you want to go a different route, I don't have the website up for that one, but you can also go to buymeacoffee.com and simply buy me the equivalent of a coffee. And you can also do subscriptions for there as well. You can buy me coffee every single month. And that will help out as well. So coming up in mere moments, we're going to go to the bottom five and the almost relevant story of the week. But first, I also have to tell you that this whole thing is like I said, powered by you, but also powered by advertisers. So if you go to our website or you are a part of our newsletter or you get any of our sort of different things out there, you'll see banner ads that are affiliate ads for things going on there. Some of them are really, well, they're all really great. We check all of the sponsors before we vet them. We're proud to have them. This week, we're going to put a spotlight on Warby Parker and their great customer service, which is really what we need right now. Warby Parker wanted, the people behind Warby Parker wanted to find a way to get high quality, good quality glasses to people at very inexpensive prices. They found that if you could go to a third world country and give those people great pairs of glasses that are really great, not just shoddy made, why can't you do that for regular people? And why can't you do it online? 
And Warby Parker has done that. They will send you five pairs of glasses to try. You pick five different styles. You can try them all on and see which ones you want and pay for the ones that you'd like to get. And they'll do it eventually back in some retail stores, which they have very extravagant customer service. But what they're famous for right now is their online and their mail advertising and their mail customer service. So you can help us out and help yourself out because you probably need to up your Zoom game, get some new new specs. Check out this is a conversation.com slash Warby Parker. This is the conversation.com slash Warby Parker. That link is our affiliate link. So if you purchase from them, we get a little bit back there. It helps us out very much. So thank you very much. Warby Parker is a great a company, and many of my friends use Warby Parker for uh, at, on, on our suggestions, and they're very happy with them. Many people who don't get suggested are extremely happy, which is why we're glad they want to partner with us. So if it's time to up your games or your spectacles, check out this is a conversation.com slash Warby Parker and see how they can take good care of you. So how are we doing? How are things going? Are you enjoying the video aspect of this? Are you not seeing the video and maybe enjoying the audio aspect of the video because which we're just taking the audio from the video? It's a new, whole new world. Don't you dare close your eyes. And uh, so we're just kind of making things go as we can. But we're trying to keep things in order, in perspective, and oddly enough, on time and better time. It seems like it happens. So let's go through the bottom five. An explanation on the bottom five are the stories are at the bottom of the list. Obviously, we've had 204 distinct different stories posted this week, and what we have are stories that didn't gain much traction. Some weeks, there are stories in the middle of the week that nobody cares about. Most times, there are stories that are posted on Thursday or Friday, Friday morning, as we do this, pull these on on an early Friday morning, that don't get a lot of time to marinate and gain any traction. That's the case for this week's five right now. At number 200, uh, we have American Idol to shift to remote episodes starting April 26th. We posted that on Thursday, uh, last night, the 14th of April. So because of what's happening with coronavirus and because um, they're getting to where they start doing live shows and people vote, they don't have things taped anymore. So that means they're doing remote episodes because they have to. At 201, here's your headline. Lazy Town actress who played Stephanie becomes TikTok sensation after posting videos in that pink costume. Uh, this one also came from overseas, the standard, but it is the uh, Stephanie that we know from the U.S. or the English version of the show uh, that I guess aired live probably about not too long ago. Probably, probably stopped airing live about three or four years ago. Um, my, my daughter was a big fan of it back in the day, uh, back in the day for a seven-year-old. We posted this on Friday the 17th, so not a lot of time to get this up and running because it was we posted late. But this is a story that that generated a couple different headlines, a couple of different places that aggregators checked out over the past couple of days. So this has been going on for a while. We got to it late. If you're a fan of Lazy Town or a fan of, of the TikTok, uh, you've seen this girl in a pink wig, from back in her youth doing her normal life, but dressed as Stephanie from Lazy Town. I'm not going to judge. The story uh, at 202, Trump lawyer Michael Cohen to be released from prison early over virus concerns. Uh, that we got from NBC News today. This was posted pretty much fair, right before we actually pulled the numbers to do things this morning. So not a lot of chance for that to get a response as well. 
uh, at number two or three, Arlington National Cemetery military funerals include social distance face masks. Sorry for butchering that one. That one came from ABC News. This one was posted a bit earlier than that one. Obviously, as we said, maybe these stories will be gaining some tractions as the day goes on or as the week goes on. But they didn't get much traction because they only had a few hours to live as opposed to a few days. This one, the number of sto- story at the bottom, the almost relevant story of the week. We call it that because it's usually a fairly cool story. It just doesn't get time to go anyplace. So that's what I call it almost irrelevant. Here's your headline. This one does deserve a little bit of extra commentary. So we will give it that one because it makes you think about what's going on. Your headline, Kroger and Pepsi are giving workers on the front lines in the coronavirus pandemic 99 cent discounts on bottles of sold soda. There's a picture of the guy doing soda. Thank you very much, Ad. And so... You can see that um, as relief for what's going on in coronavirus world, Kroger is giving employees a chance to get 20 ounce bottles of Pepsi for a dollar for a couple more weeks. Uh, this is um, one of the things that they're doing to offer relief. Um, a lot, many are offering, you know, candy and food and things like that. This is giving your, your Kroger employees a chance to buy soda pop uh, for a discounted price to keep things going. This is a good thing, but it also is not as good of a thing. So there are many people out there who are, quote unquote, frontline workers, people out there who are essential, people doing things that are really really important, uh, that are getting uh, the love that they can. And people are showing lots of love and, 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 and gratification for people who are doing what most people see as menial, lower level jobs. And it's amazing that right now we're seeing um, people as essential, people stocking uh, shelves that don't have toilet paper as essential, but we're also still fighting the fight of the minimum wage. Now, I have a quirky idea of the minimum wage. I don't mind the minimum wage not being so, quote unquote, a living wage, but I also don't mind paying the minimum wage to people who are like under 19 years old and paying people who are actually trying to make a living actual wages. So the minimum wage doesn't bother me as much as the fact that the minimum wage is set to be the absolute lowest legal amount of money that a company can buy, can pay a person and that companies will take advantage of paying them the absolute lowest legal amount that they can because they can So this is a, it turns into a little bit of a commentary on, living wage and living wage, I believe, in my opinion, is different from minimum wage, set a minimum amount of money, but have a wage for people who are actually working to do great stuff and let Kroger give Pepsi uh, for for a discount for right now. That's cool and all, but make sure they're going to set these people up when this thing is over for actual good tidings. Good tidings. We'll say good tidings. That's good enough for that. So that's your almost relevant story for this week. Coming up in a minute, we will go through some stats, some numbers, some figures and how things worked out this week. Nothing really hinky, but we will do them anyway. And this is, of course, the weekly wrap up with Jake Lynn Payne. I'm Jake Lynn Payne, and this is the weekly wrap up. It's for the week ending April the 18th, 2020.
So as far as the numbers are concerned, this is another week of the standards going on. We had a lot of responses popping in an engagement on Facebook. That was thanks to me doing some lives this week and and just pleading for stuff. So thank you, everybody else who popped in this week on the Facebook. But as far as total engagement, it's more or less the same. The engagement on Facebook, about 9.5% and 90.5% on the Twitter engagement. Twitter is a faster median, so it's just how it is. Obviously, there's more conversation inside of Facebook pages, but there's more going on. Oh, I didn't talk about which stories were the top Facebook and Twitter stories. The CEO of Walmart uh, uh, saying that they sold that all the toilet paper uh, was the top Twitter story by far a tie for the top Facebook stories with Tommy Boy, Dynasty actor Brian Denny dying at 81. That's the number two story and the number story as well. Forgot about that inside of the stats. It's been kind of hinky making things work out. As far as engagement this week for stories, the number one story this week pulled in 4.13% of all total engagement of the week. All top 10 stories pulled in 24.6% of the engagement. And at the bottom, the bottom five, only 0.38% of the total engagement, period. That's how much people are attracted to it. But as we always say, they're usually very late, don't get a lot of time to really react. So it's unfair. That's why we call it that. But that is how it rolls. And that's how this video podcast rolls for today. Thank you so much for joining us for Maybe live. For people popped in live, thank you so much for being a part of the whole show. For people who have seen this in the future, if you're watching on the YouTubes or the Facebook, uh, give me a comment in the in the comments. Let me know how you like the video stuff, if you like this going on. Uh, circumstances hopefully will change where I can do this a bit more a bit more time, a lot less stress, a lot less rushing things. I'm not, you know, before I had my first meeting in the morning, but we'll see how this thing goes going forward. If you're listening on audio via the podcast, thank you so much for dealing with all that we're dealing with. We appreciate you very much. Don't forget this podcast is powered by you. You can help us power it by going to the, this is the conversation.com slash Patreon. Also, buymeacoffee.com slash Pain. If you stop by our website, click on any of the links for sponsors. They are affiliate links that helps us pay the bills. We put a spotlight on Warby Parker this week, so that's at thisisaconversation.com slash Warby Parker. And just thank you for being a part of this. This really works well because you work it well. This is really a conversation about the news stories, things that sometimes get lost, sometimes don't get a lot of focus as we put a lot of focus on some things that are really important that need to be pushed, but some things that get kind of, you know, get people's ire up so quick that it's easy to to play off those emotions. So thank you for that. The best way to you can help me out with this thing is to email me with comments, conversation inbox at gmail.com. And share the podcast, share it uh, with friends, share it with enemies, share it with random strangers. Although you won't see too many random strangers on the street, maybe you can knock on somebody's door and hold up a sign how to how to um, how to subscribe. Don't touch their phones right now. There are people freak out about that right now. Right now, they're really freaking out about that. And of course, if you found us, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Don't just check out the video. I need people on the podcast. We're on all the podcatchers that you're looking for. Apple Podcasts. We're on Stitcher. We're on Spreaker, Google Podcasts. And of course, if you can't find us where you think you want us, let us know. We will get there. The full listing of where you can find us is at the website. This is conversation.com. For all the crew that helps me and keeps me in line, keeps me sane in this thing, and me, Jay Cleveland Payne, saying thank you so much for being a part of the conversation and for all the conversations around the world. We will do this again next week, we hope, and we hope to do it even better next week for a conversation. Thank you so much. Talk to you next week.